Welcome to another episode of Dirty Slides. I am Joe Prano. I'm your host here, along with my co-host, Andy Laz. Lazarus, we're in the Laz Lair. What's up, Joe? What's up, Sliders? I believe this is the fifth episode of Slides. Right. This may be our final Slides before we slide into our own iTunes feed. Oh. <laughs> it could be. I think this is the final this episode is, of the trial run. This is at the end of our demo tape. Yeah. Era. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a it's a five song like yeah. EP. EP. And then uh yeah, we're getting snatched up by a big label. All all the high school sliders are trading around the uh around the yard. Yeah. Yeah. But DSPN is is circling. The vultures are circling. They want to take our soul. Yeah, that's fine. I can totally be bought. <laughs> <laughs> Every man has his price. How's uh, how's everything in Lasland? Uh, everything's pretty good. I'm uh, I'm heading off this weekend to uh, a wedding in New York. Oh wow! Um, yeah, in my New York cousin's City? wedding now upstate New York. Well, how far upstate? Boo. I'm not sure. Point Jervis. Oh, where is that? Is that is Point Jervis Long Island? Maybe. Might be Long Island. Might be. Yeah, maybe. I think that's that sounds. I if I I mean. My New York friends are going to be like, dude, you don't know. I think Port Jervis is in Long Island. I, I mean, I, it's a point. I, it's I, a port. So, I have a feeling I fly into like Newark or somewhere. Oh no, Point Jervis is. Uh, wait, where the fuck is that? Is it by? It's Buffalo? Orange County, New York. So it's actually up by. Uh, it's actually by where my brother lives. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to be up there for my cousin's it wedding. It seems like a port should have. Some water by it? it? I mean, it's by the river, but... I think there's a lake there. Yeah, you're in Orange County, so you're not that... You're not too far up. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that's what I'm doing. Um, gays are six and one, and uh, yeah, we rolling. So the gays are going to handle it without me this weekend. We'll see how it goes. How did they, So you guys... I saw on the Insta story last week, you guys play a full Rasta team? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. It, it is kind of awesome. I got to tell you, I thought Gaze was pretty fun. Like, oh, look at our shtick. Yeah. But a team that's just like, we go Rasta. Yeah. No, no, no. They have a whole shtick, and they go with it. I think they should go with it more. Yeah. Like, I think they should have a drum circle. I yeah, think, yeah. You know, like. I think they should. I think everybody should wear the hats with the Rasta hair. Agreed. <laughs> no, they go one player who's got, like, a wizard's beard. He's got, like. I don't know, like a, a tail on his beard that comes forward. So that's pretty Rasta, I guess. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're usually a pretty good team. We, our lineup was just too deep for them to handle um, this weekend. But a good, a good team. story this week. You updated the score multiple times for me. Yes. Which I appreciated. Yes. And I also did something. I, I also made a hire. So we're going to have Courtney Sherman and Todd Dorham wow. handle the uh, – Gays Insta story starting from in June. the dugout. From the dugout. Now, I've been watching the Gays Insta story a lot recently. Yeah, you know, I try to keep up because right. specifically because of slides. Yeah. And I imagine that you have many new eyes on it from Dirty Slides. We do. And actually, uh, a lot of the sliders have contacted me about merch. And here's the deal, sliders. I got to make a 
big new order. So if there's anything besides hats and T-shirts you want, um, message me and let me know, and I'll, I'll make some more shit. There's and also decals. If you want a helmet decal, let me know. Um, but I got to put together, um, you know, enough stuff so um, people can, can get it. I, enough merch. I also uh, want you to know we have, I think we have a dude shirt coming. Oh, fantastic. I think we just have a, a dude label. Oh, Thanks that's... to our boy Trevor. Uh, not intern Trevor, designer Trevor, who was awesome enough to hook us up with the the dude the the dude stamp of approval, and uh, he also made my my poster for the stadiums and stand up tour. Oh, fantastic! So, Did you decide uh, on a face or not a face? I went with not a face. Okay, we tried for the face. Didn't <laughs> okay. work. I I didn't like how it looked with the face. Okay, and like. It was hard because the hat wasn't really on my head. Yeah. So then he had to add a hat. And then uh-huh. I look, you, you ever see like a hat superimposed on somebody? It kind of looks look like how Ruther looks when he wears a hat. Where right. it's like, right. some, for some reason, my ears are tucked in. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, and like, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going faceless. Yeah. It I would, felt like the hat. It would make you look like you're not a hat guy when yeah. in fact you are a hat guy. I am guy. such a hat guy. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So uh, stay tuned. I'll let you know when the, a dude shirt hits the store. Now, what I was going to ask you about mm-hmm. the. Uh, the gays Insta story yeah. that maybe uh, many of the other sliders have the question, who is the couple that just is in the middle of the story from their home? Oh, well that is, that is our um, media group. Okay. So that's Jonesy who does the PA announcing. Okay. And then Katie who does the music and everything at gay stadium, but they're not at gay stadium or they are. No, they, when we play they're they're there. So uh, on road games, I just, you know, I toss it onto them and got see it. what they see what they got. So when you're on the road, that's when they're in their home. Yes, got it. Yes, or wherever like, they may be. I was like, who the fuck are these? Like, yeah. <laughs> this guy's the guy having breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, he's just wearing a gaze hat. Yeah. And she's like, updates from the bathroom. <laughs> we got a new candle. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. We're we're trying to hit all the demographics. You know, like my mom loves that. Yeah, yeah. That's great. So. And I saw your parents were in town. They were in town. Did they come to the gays game? No, they did not. (laughs) No, they did not. (laughs) They're like, this is all that you really do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But we're not going to come. No, no, we were. They they were going to come if it was at Gays Coliseum, but um, it was it was in you know Silmar. So I'm like, when is the next game back at the Coliseum? Starting in June and July, we're gonna have eight straight games at the Coliseum. Uh, So finish out the season there. Are right now you're just on the road. This is like We're extended road. road trip. Yeah. We're road dogs. Is is uh the Coliseum under construction? Um the Coliseum is going through a change of leadership. And the guy who is leaving, um, he is not a friend of the gays. <laughs> okay. He fired Marvin Horn and he basically wants to scorch earth as he leaves. So basically what we're doing is a tactical retreat, yeah. not being there. Yeah. You're through the end of the school year, yeah, and just not ending up fighting a fight we don't really have to make. Um, we're good with the uh, the AD and everybody who's remaining, so we're just waiting for this asshole to get the got fuck it, out it. of town. Speaking of coliseums, mm-hmm. I will be in Oakland Coliseum. The Oakland Coliseum tomorrow. That's exciting. I will be. I'm going to tomorrow's twelve thirty five A's Astros game. Oh, great game! So I'm going to get up. Do you, do you think leaving here at 6.30 a.m., I'll make it for a 12.30 Oakland start? No question. Are you flying into Oakland? No, I'm driving. Oh, you're driving? Yeah. Oh. 
it's going to be dicey. <laughs> It'll be close? Yeah, it's going to be close. Yeah. I figure 6.30 is like a good, oh, right? Yeah. It gives me six hours to get to Oakland. Yeah. No, you should be able to do it. It's just, you know, you're going you're gonna to roll right up, and it's going to be first pitch. Yeah. yeah. That's, what I'm, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Well, then you've got it. Uh, you got it all figured out, Joe. Yeah. For you dirtballs who might be in the uh, North California, the Northern California, the Bay Area, as they call it, yep. uh, come check out some shows this weekend. I'll be doing two shows, 8 and 10 o'clock at the setup in San Francisco on Friday. Woo! I am headlining Laugh City, uh, which is in Oakland on Saturday. And, of course, as you're listening to this, I am likely in route to Oakland Coliseum if you want to join me for a baseball game. So, sounds awesome. Come check it out. Uh, Laz, let's start by going around the league and just touching base on how everybody's doing before we get into some great stories that we have to cover. Yes. Uh, Dudes are moving. (laughs) Or dudes dudes are getting their their dude Dude cards cards revoked. revoked. Uh, So... Major League Baseball, here's what's happening. Let's start. We don't often start with my guys, but let's start with the NL East because the Mets are now two games back of Atlanta. Philadelphia also ahead of them, now tied with Washington, essentially for third in the NL East. The wheels are off the Mets. They, in fact, lost. Tied with the Syracuse Chiefs or whatever? They lost today to the Cincinnati Reds. I mean, they beat him yesterday, but if you can't fucking sweep the Reds, yeah, what are what you, are doing, you here? doing? I don't know what's wrong with the Mets. I mean, they they got rid of their, yeah. I mean, yeah, Harvey, Harvey, Harvey has been was DFA'd, was DFA'd. yeah, and he didn't want designated to go. for assignment. They wanted him to go to the minor leagues and sort and get out. his shit straight, yeah, and stay in New York. And to me, it's like. I understand Matt Harvey has an ego. I understand he's maybe he's maybe he was too much of a dude. Is kind of what we agreed. It and sounds like he was too much of a douche. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. how do you choose? So my problem is he said he was a starter, and they were like, "Well, you're moving to the bullpen," and he took that poorly. He got shelled in the bullpen, mm-hmm. and they're like. You're going to the minors, and he's like, "I'm a big leaguer." And they're like, "We just went through this with the starter thing. <laughs> you're not. You're not because you're, you're not a starter, and now you're not a big leaguer." Yeah. So you can go to fucking St. Lucie, or you can go. First of all, there are AAA teams in Vegas. How yeah. do you fuck that up, Matt Harvey? Oh, I know. If you wanted to continue to be Matt Harvey, what better place besides New York than Vegas? You're literally getting paid to go play. A lesser quality baseball <laughs> in Vegas. Yeah. And now you go, no, I'm a big leaguer. So they trade you to Fucking Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Dirty Slide's favorite town. Matt Harvey likes, as far as I can tell, fancy clothes. Fancy women. Fancy women. Mm-hmm. And hockey. Mm-hmm. They do not have fancy, fancy clothes, clothes, fancy women, <laughs> or, or hockey. hockey. In Cincinnati. <laughs> Don't fuck with Sandy Alderson is they the got point. Chili, dude. Yeah. That's what they got. Yeah. That's what they got. Chili. They got chili, cheese, gray skies, and Grater's ice cream. And uh yeah, I mean, Matt Harvey, if you didn't like playing baseball in New York, you're gonna hate it playing in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Matt Harvey may not be long for the big leagues. I don't see him turning it around um, unless, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's going to have to be a, his a major like, league two kind of turnaround. Yeah. But also his ERA is like seven, so he just became like the second best pitcher on the Reds. <laughs> like I, they're going to start him, right? Like I guess. He'll get a rotation spot they, like, yeah. this week. Like he might pitch against the Mets tomorrow. Oh, wouldn't that be great? It would. That would be fantastic. And then he'll no-hit us, and then yeah. I'll just fucking jump off the Bay Bridge. <laughs> If Matt Harvey no hits you right now, you know that it's a lost season. Yeah. It would be because he's literally throwing everything over the plate and everything is getting smashed. Now, we talked about Harvey on Dirty Sports, but we get we can get a little bit more in depth here on the slides. Yeah. What the fuck happened? Well, like what like what's your take? Do you think it's injury? Do you think it's douche? Do you think it's do you think it's I think a combination it's mainly, of both? I think it's Injury, which uh, leads to you becoming kind of an amplified version of who you are, which is douche. And, like, if you, you know, I mean, like, I, I feel like it's the kind of the same thing that happened with Linscombe. Linscombe couldn't deal with throwing 90. Right. You know? And Matt Harvey... But he like he couldn't deal with throwing 90, meaning he... He in, couldn't... He, like, he, he couldn't deal with not throwing 98. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And... So Matt Harvey's gone down from. Meanwhile, Greg Maddox was like, "I'd love to throw 90." Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'll throw 89 on the corners and go yeah. to the Hall of Fame. Right. Yeah, right. like right away. Yeah, like the Easy. second I retire. Yeah, the second. Um, and like Matt Harvey could do that if he wanted, but he refuses to locate his fastball, and that's where it starts. I mean, I haven't watched him as intensely as you have. But yeah, when I just see him on the. On the you know on quick pitch or whatever, I'm like, well, there's another 93 mile an hour ball uh, fastball right down the middle. Yeah, and there's another bomb. Yeah, it's sad. It's uh, you know I was actually super hopeful that like I was like, this is what Matt Harvey needs. Matt Harvey needs to go to the minors. Right. It's exactly what Matt Harvey needs. <laughs> Maybe they're like, there's no way you're fixing this in Vegas. We're just gonna t- see if we can trade you for something. Yeah. Well, he was like, I refuse to go to the minors. Right. And they're like, cool. Cool. You're, Fuck you. You're going to Cincinnati. Sandy Alderson, ex-Marine, yeah. not going to take your <laughs> yeah. shit. I love Sandy Alderson, and I still love Mickey Calloway. Yeah. And but the wheels are off. Now the thing about the NL East, the Mets are obviously tied for third. Wait, let's talk with, about. Wait, didn't Degrom go down? DeGrom got hurt. That's a problem. That is a problem. Then he was going to make his start anyway, and then they put him on the 10-day DL retroactive to, like, the last day he pitched. So, basically, he's missing a start. They're bringing a guy up. I guess we're going to – we'll see with with DeGrom. So, you got Thor and you got Lugo. Thor. Matt's is alive. Is Matt's alive? Yeah. So, Matt's is alive. Matt's hasn't been pitching well. Thor hasn't been pitching well. It was really DeGrom. It's fucking an <laughs> it's atrocity. DeGrom. Wheeler. And then we got Vargas, who Vargas might be the worst pitcher in baseball. This is Jason Vargas, yeah. the lefty. Yeah. Right. He has three starts. He's gotten shelled in all three starts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if he doesn't hit. Shelled. If he does not hit the corners, he's getting shelled. Shelled. If he and doesn't three, hit the corners, three he's, gonna, consecutive, he's probably going to get shelled by the gays. Three consecutive Vietnam style <laughs> firebombings. <laughs> firebombings. 
Pure gas can. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking napalm. <laughs> like grenades in a hole. He's not getting out of the fucking third inning. The other day, uh, and by the way, the starts have come against San Diego, Cincinnati, and I think fucking Colorado. Okay. And Colorado at home or on the road? On the road. So in Colorado. No, it, in in New York. In New Colorado York. is on the road. Oh, okay. All right. So that should be a lot easier. Shelled. <laughs> it's a goddamn disgrace. Now, to be honest, I I thought Jason Vargas was done three years ago. Yeah. So you know. He had 18 wins and was an all-star last year. Yeah, but you know how that happens sometimes. Yeah, I know. Like, like some soft tosser gets 18 wins. Now let's his talk, team is let's scoring talk about eight runs a game. I still don't believe in the Philadelphia Phillies who are a half game back. So I'm just going to kind of, I'm going to write them off. I don't believe, I think they're no, only good because I think they're a year or more away. Yeah. And I, I, and Washington's been bad and that's how they're getting wins. And you know, uh, but Atlanta is Atlanta a contender to win the NL East. I don't think they have the pitching, but I tell you what, I do like their, their young players. Yeah. I like Camargo a lot. I like Acuna. Um, uh, Dansby Swanson, I think he just got hurt, but he's, you know, not being such a douche anymore, and he's actually playing good baseball. Freddie Freeman is legit. Yep. Albies. Uh, Albies is the center fielder, right? Is the second baseman. Second baseman. Yeah. Who's playing center field? Is it Camargo? Because I know Acuna is in, in left. In uh, Inciarte. Oh, Inciarte. Okay. Yeah. He's a pretty good player. He got that bunt against you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then they got Marcakis. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, like he was very solid. I thought the Mets competition was the Nationals. Now I know that the Mets competition is the Mets. Yes, but and the Braves are coming up. Braves I like are Braves. coming up, but they, they. I still think they need pitching. Hundred percent, hundred percent. The Mets. You just. You're kind of like. You're kind of like in the Giants category right now. Just tread water, man, until. Uh, Thor can get back and DeGrom can get back and you know that's how you got to play it you got to just get into the get into we the were show 12 and 2 I believe and now we're 18 and 16 okay <sighs> yeah so you so really got 500 six teams. and 14 right right but that was a great you guys needed a great start yeah and you got one and now you're 18 and 16 after having a just a horrible month but you're not out of it by any means right you know I so I was on when we when we picked on Dirty Sports when we picked our yeah. our World Series we both picked the Astros yes and we both took teams from the NL Central I quickly hopped off that bandwagon and after the twelve two start <laughs> yeah and now as I look at the NL Central I'm hopping back off my Mets bandwagon because honestly me being there has not helped them one one single bit yeah it's probably better for them that you do not believe in the them. St. Louis Cardinals and the Milwaukee Brewers hey! are, are tied for first hey! in the NL Central. Look at that. The Cubs and Pirates are a game back, a game and a half back. The Cincinnati Reds are 12 back. Okay, yeah. Cincinnati but Reds. But they got Harvey, so you never know. Cincinnati Reds kind of like the Padres now. It's like the last stop in the big leagues before yeah. you're, you're Steve Nebraska in Mexico. Serious question. A, a, lar- like the, a large order. Of Skyline Chili. Yes. How far do you think Matt Harvey could throw it? Like, how far do you think the bowl... Like, How far do you think the... If he threw it... Right. How far do you think the 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 
farthest piece of whatever that came out of that bowl was. Maybe it's the bowl. Maybe it's a bean. Maybe it's some fucking onions. Yeah. Maybe it's a shred of cheese. I How think- far from like his throwing point do you think the furthest thing is of a bowl of chili? Well, I will say this because now Matt Harvey is kind of a pie thrower. Yeah. And he throws like 80 miles an yeah. hour. Probably throw it 90 feet. Yeah, the, the last I was gonna say, I was gonna say like one thirty. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. I yeah, was like, that's, I mean, that's far. I, I I feel like you could throw a bowl, right? One hundred and thirty feet. <laughs> yeah, because he's a straight up high throw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying he's gonna hit a corner with that fucking. <laughs> no, bowl. certainly he's, not. He's certainly not. <laughs> certainly he's not. Serve it up. <laughs> Who are are you sticking with your? No, do you think if, if Matt Harvey threw a bowl of chili? Uh, do you think Andy Ruther could hit it? <laughs> <laughs> I, he, he definitely can't hit the ball. He might get a he might get he a might bean. Get, he might get an onion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you sticking with your Brewers? Do you like how the Brewers are looking? Yeah, I'm totally sticking with them. I haven't watched one inning of their uh, of them this year, and I picked them, and I'm glad to hear they're in first place. Yeah, I still like St. Louis, and I still like St. Louis based on one thing and one thing alone. St. Louis has not been in the World Series, and like. Two years. Seven years or something like that. And <laughs> right. fucking, they're just going to be there. Yeah. No, they're they're tough. The Arizona Diamondbacks are leading the NL West at 23 and 11. Colorado is, after coming in and trouncing the Mets, is now at 20 and 15. Three and a half back. Your San Francisco Giants, 19 and 17, hanging around, treading water just like the Mets. Very just similar looking record. Do. That's what we got to do. And the Los Angeles Dodgers are 15 and 19, eight games back. Okay. San Diego, 13 and 23, 11 games back. Hashtag bring back the Brown. <laughs> uh, the Dodgers. I, I, I basically death cursed the Dodgers. You already. did. Have you, did. you put the nail on the Dodgers coffin? No, I haven't yet. Eight haven't games yet. back. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand. Um, Arizona basically just wins series. They're 23 and 11. Two out of every three. Like a goddamn machine. Yeah. Um, I haven't put it the fork in him yet. I've seen crazier things happen. I mean, uh, 2016, the Giants were the best team in baseball, and they barely squeaked in the playoffs in the second half. So I think a lot of – I mean, I know Justin Turner is going to come back. Corey Seager out for the year really hurts. Yeah. Um, I don't know if a full season of Chris Taylor at shortstop is going to get the job done. Um you know me, when it comes to middle infielders, if you have a choice between white and brown, I always go brown. So I'd rather see Kike Hernandez at short and throw Chris Taylor at center, but that's just me. Yeah. Um, put, put, I'm, I'm going to have you rank these three things by probability yeah. in your mind. The Dodgers win the NL West, the Mets win the NL East, or Matt Harvey has a 15-win season in his future. Just in his future? Yeah. I'm going to (laughs) say... I'm going to say Mets win the NL East the most likely to happen. Wow, really? Yeah. And I'm going to say Harvey 15 wins second most likely. And then the Dodgers winning the NL West the least likely. And yet... For all that, you well, still I'm, I'm like, I, for me saying that I haven't given up on them, I still think they can make the playoffs. They could make it. Yeah. But yeah, you're not yeah. confident. You, you, you have very low confidence that they come back and win the NL West. Yeah. Like I mean, less it, confident that you do because than honestly, a guy that we just talked about, his chili throwing. <laughs> yeah. 
comes back with the Cincinnati Reds or another team in the future has 15 wins. Yes, because just because I've seen Major League Two and I saw what happened to Charlie Sheen when he when he got full of himself and uh, was hanging around with fancy women and naming his pitches, naming himself, yeah. just a lot like the Dark Knight, and he came back. And so here's I'm gonna now I'm gonna do one more. Hmm. Which happens first? Steph Curry wins his fourth NBA championship. Or Matt Harvey is a Yankee. Ooh. That means, okay, Matt Harvey would have to be a Yankee. Within like the next two years. Yeah, two or three years. Yeah. I think the Yankees are in a good place right now. Or I mean, they how confident are you that these Warriors got, like, what's your feeling on the Warriors winning the title this year? Pretty good. Fair confidence. Yeah, yeah. A lot more confident than Matt Harvey, you know, <laughs> uh, throwing a bowl of chili more than 130 feet. Yeah. <laughs> we got to give Matt Harvey on a fucking bowl of chili. <laughs> For sure. Um, so that will be his third. Uh, I, I mean, Pete I, this was, 19, all if this stuff, was 1999, I would yeah. say the Yankees definitely signing Matt Harvey was the most likely thing. But it's not anymore, and they got, like, a young squad, and, and I think they've seen Matt Harvey's fucking shtick in New York, and they don't want any piece of it. Because if, like, they wanted a piece of it, they would have got it this weekend. You yeah. know? They would have traded for him. Yeah. They didn't. No. I, I, but I don't, think, I don't think they're in a trade for Matt Ho- Harvey's own. I think they're in a, like, if he's anywhere serviceable for the fucking Cincinnati Reds, we troll the shit out of the Mets, and we sign him. The first, like, he's on an arbitration year right now, I think. Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, he's going to get like $3. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can be had. All um, right. Going over to the AL, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, the Houston Astros, and the Seattle Mariners are all within a game of each other on the AL West. Oh, that's Followed by fun. Oakland. Your boys only three and a half back. Not too fucking bad for the, the Oakland And the Texas A's. Rangers eight and a half back. Um. Wow. The Rangers, uh, what happened to them? Th- like, they traded away um, um, your boy. Uh, My boy? Yeah, Darvish. Yep. Darvish and got worse, and so did Darvish. Yeah. Hmm. Um, anyway, I think I, th- um, I love the Mariners. I'm loving the Astros. I'm turning Mariners the- through a no-hitter today. James, James Paxton, right? Yep. Yeah. This is, is the guy who had the Bill eagle flying on, fly, land Rest on him peace? earlier in the game. What's that? He's the guy who had the eagle land on him earlier oh, this really? year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's been blessed by the eagle. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I like all of those teams. Um, the Angels are remarkably less white than I thought they were when I, when I just think of the Angels. Yeah. I just think of Mike Trout and Colt Calhoun and some weaver. Yeah, a guy right. named Weaver. Always, they always have a Weaver, <laughs> right? Um, Earl, yeah, yeah, Garrett Richards, Buck. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm digging on the Angels too. So um, I think those three teams. I, I hope the Mariners can stay in it. I for a while. like just the Mariners being involved, yeah. man. I like the Pacific Northwest being involved. I liked it when, you know, Portland was the three seed coming in the NBA playoffs this year. I like it up there. Right. It's green. It's fucking chill. Everybody smokes weed. Like, I'm going up there like four times this summer. 
Like, I like the Pacific Northwest Goonies from up there. <laughs> you know, right. fucking That's Bill right. Walton. Yeah. Like, all so many good things from up in those parts. Yeah. I like Seattle. I haven't been to Safeco. Have you been to Safeco? I have not been to Safeco, and I heard it's incredible. I'll be there on July 4th as yeah. part of the stand-up and stadium store. Excellent. And, like, I like the Mariners having a fucking squad. But when I look at that, the Angels... Astros and Mariners all bunched up, and the Mar and the uh, Astros lost, I believe, three of four to the Yankees earlier this week, and mm-hmm. they're a half game back of the Angels. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm super confident in my Houston of the World Series thing. Again. Yeah, uh, you know, I think as far as top top end pitching, I still got to give it to the Astros. Yeah, because of Verlander and those guys. Um, and, and not, Cole and, and, and Keichel and Keichel and like and that bullpen and everything. You're still like say say James Paxton's a dude. Yeah. Say that's real. Then you got Felix and him. Yep. But I don't know what else they got. And the Angels. I saw a little bit of the Angels when the Giants played them. Garrett Richards is their number one guy. He was pretty impressive, but. It's just not enough. Your to boy get Otani. Otani, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. See how Otani, you know, gets through a major league season and if he's still healthy enough to to be a dude. We gotta give him a year. The AL Central, Cleveland is a half game up on Minnesota. Still believe in Cleveland. Detroit. I, yeah, I believe in Cleveland as well. Everybody in the AL Central is under five hundred. Really? Still? Yeah. yeah. Under. That's weird. 17 and 18 for Cleveland, 15 and 17 for Minnesota. Detroit's two and a half back. Detroit's two and a half back, but they're 14 and 20. I God, I wish the Mets were just in the Hill Central. You know what could happen to Cleveland? They've had a lot of taken a lot of big L's. I mean, that World Series L that is really tough to come back from. They come back, they get in the playoffs, they take another L. And then if LeBron leaves Cleveland, ugh. You know, and they're still kind of under 500. They could be like, why even go through with it? Yeah. You know? So. Have you been to the Jake? I have not been to the Jake. You like it? I haven't been either. Yeah. I, haven't, I have been to no stadiums in the AL Central. My first AL Central stadium will be Chicago White Sox in September. Mm, that is not an exciting stadium. You've been to Comiskey. I haven't, but I did play. <laughs> I did. You're like, um, but I'm so not excited by it. And my, I probably won't go. My my character on MLB MLB the Show, Dizzy Diaz, got traded to the White Sox, and I I had my like you know my big seasons in in Comiskey, and I got to tell you, there's nothing there that's exciting. Even digitally. It, even digitally, there's nobody's at the game, <laughs> you know. And they offered me. I was I was hitting thirty bombs a year and hitting three forty. And they for my arbitration. They offered me like four million dollars a year. I was like, "Fuck you guys! Sign with the Cubs." And I'm playing in front of sixty thousand people a night. Yeah. So, good luck to you on Comiskey. I think it's a shithole. I'm going to Wrigley as well in September. That'll so be fun. I, I haven't That'll been be there either. Oh, I've you have Wrigley. Oh man. Oh, like Joe Wrigley. Wrigleyville is like made for you. Listen. I've been, first of all, I've been to Wrigleyville. Oh, okay. Um, and I've drank in Chicago. Yeah. But uh, the one time, the two times I was in Chicago. You have a Chicago drinker's mustache. Right? Yes. I've, I'm a Chicago drinker. I yes. love fucking American beer. Yeah. I love Bud. I love Miller Lite. Yeah. I, let's, I love hams. You know, <laughs> like, let's hams. go. <laughs> let's go. Um, I, love, I love wet beef <laughs> sandwiches. <laughs> sure. Um, Hot Italians. Yeah. yeah. So 
the two times that I was in Chicago in the summer, Cubs were out of town both times. So I've made it a point to go, but I do avoid the Midwest. I do. I mean, I think I made it pretty clear. I yeah. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of the Midwest. Uh, it's it's you know, there's a lot about the Midwest I like, but there's a lot about but the Midwest. not enough to make you go there. Yeah. Yeah. Not not enough to even think about like when I have to fucking lay over there, I'm yeah. annoyed. You know, <laughs> like yo, I need the I need the straight flight like coast to coast. <laughs> I've been I've been to the coast; they're great. Yeah, in the Midwest, it's like I like to go. Just I like driving cross country, and I like visiting. Like I'm I'm I I love Chicago. It's a great town. Can't wait to go. It's Can't not like you don't love the, the people. No, you love the people. You just hate where they live. Yeah, and honestly, I hate. I hate like Chicago people. Like I like that. Like let's go get drunk. Like right. let's be let's be American, just fat American <laughs> vibe. Like I'm into that. But when you get into the Midwest, into the parts of the Midwest where you're just like, hey, I gotta go to the mall, <laughs> and it's just like camouflage and cargo shorts it's and depressing. fucking you know yeah. orange Julius's. <laughs> yeah. I'm just I Cinnabons. can't do it. Yeah, Cinnabons. <laughs> Bass fucking bro shops. You're uh, out. Yeah. I can't do it. Cabela's. Whatever the fuck yeah, it's called. Right? The fishing superstore. Yeah. The fishing and hunting superstore. Um, so, yeah. A whole AL Central is under 500, but Cleveland's up top. I like Cleveland, and I like Minnesota. And they just but These teams got to get over 500 for me to talk about you, honestly. Yeah. I mean... The Mets are Mets are bordering on 500, <laughs> so they're almost off of our radar. From now on, unless you're terrible, like if you're just mediocrely under 500, we're you're not. On, yeah, we're, yeah, you're not on the radar. But we'll it, talk about. But now, but now the Reds are completely on the radar. Yeah, because they're not only horrible, they, have they got Manny Harvey. Yeah. Do you think he'll be friends with uh, with Joey uh, Joey Votto? I feel like they're the complete opposite people. Yeah, I think they are too. I feel like Joey Joey Votto's like, I just want to play, man. Yeah. He's like, I'll play for a dollar. I'll play for two dollars. I'll play for three. Matt Harvey's I'll like, I won't play for less million. than six million dollars. Yeah. And I'm certainly not doing like I wouldn't be surprised if Matt Harvey's like, actually, no, I'm not going to Cincinnati. Do you think uh like Matt Harvey's first night in Cincinnati is gonna be like that scene in Tommy Boy when he hangs out with Rob Lowe? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit, what do you want to do? Throw stuff off the bridge. Yeah. Yeah. His shoes are Italian. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I feel like Joey Votto is gonna be like, let's see how far you can throw that chili. He's like, I'm out of here, bro. <laughs> you can't throw that chili 130 feet. <laughs> the fuck I can't. Yeah. <laughs> Throws it 92 feet. And the AL East, a now a dead heat, the top of the AL East, 25 and 10. Tied for the best record in baseball with one another, the New York Yankees, the Boston Red Sox. The Yankees have been on fire. Do you still not believe in the Yankees? I have, by the way, I predicted the Yankees win the AL East. Yes. And then losing the playoffs. And losing the playoffs. Right. Because I still believe when the pitching gets better. Yeah. They're going to get carved. The strikeouts are going to go up. Yeah. They're going to win a couple. They're going to win. They're going to win a couple games. They might even win a fucking series or two. Like on the, on the bloop and a bomb. You know, on the That's walk what I was about to say. They they play in that little band box. They're they're always in it. You know, absolutely. But I think long run, like right now, twenty five and ten. Astros twenty two and fifteen with that, with that pitching staff. I'm taking the Astros. Though. Oh, I'll still take the Astros all day. 
But Although the Yankees did give him a fucking run last year. They yeah. They did. Um, and they added a huge bat, and the Astros huge. added some arms. Yes. So let's go. And uh, Didi Gregorius is a stud. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely has his dude card. Yeah. Yeah. Duty. Didi. Duty Gregorius. Duty Gregorius. Uh, Baltimore's right. eight and twenty-seven. They're like poor. The poor O's. Oh man. It, it, I I just think they. I, I don't know, man. I think I talked about this last week. I just think if you're you're in that situation, and at the beginning of the season you're talking about trading away Machado, um, it just it's a just kind of a trickle down effect of fucking shittiness. Yeah. For your season, also they might just be shitty. Yeah. Tampa Bay's fifteen, eighteen. Toronto's nineteen, seventeen. But the, contract the, the other two, <laughs> the other two are running away with it. Yeah. And it's good for baseball. Yankees, yeah. Boston. Let's get some fights. Let's get some homers. It'll, it'll the, be great. The little band box in Boston, little band box in New York. It's like, yeah, you guys got. Little... Where did we have Mookie Betts on the second best player in the league? He was in the discussion. Yeah, he, he was in the discussion. He had a big week last yeah. week. Yeah, he wasn't. He didn't win the he discussion. Didn't win <laughs> Who won it? Oh, Correa. Correa for yeah, both of us. Right. Not a ton of like hate feedback on that. Either. Really? I, I I saw no one that was like, you guys are idiots. Yeah. Which I thought for sure was coming from at least Bo Blaha, like <laughs> saying well, fucking Nolan Arenado and like how we should kill ourselves. And, <laughs> and I thought for sure, I mean, the, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what that conversation proved once and for all. Hmm. There's no such thing as a Washington Nationals fan. <laughs> They're not, I, I, they didn't come out in force for their boy at all. I, we didn't get one tweet yeah. arguing Bryce Harper. Right. There, I believe that they're a simulation. I believe, like we talked about, fucking Westworld last <laughs> right. week. I believe those are all. They're, uh, those they're are all digitally. Hosts. They're all hosts. Yeah. No yeah. one actually is a Washington Nationals fan. I don't think it would be beyond anybody to put a bunch of robots in the in the stadium and pretend like and program them to cheer for the Nationals. Yeah. I've never like I think I've had I think I've had like one interaction in all of my years in sports. To be honest, I've never seen Bryce Harper in person. I I can I can tell you one thing. I've never met one a national. Washington Nationals fan. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I've seen the hats around, but it's mainly by dudes who like the hat. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I have two friends, a uh, Nationals hats owners. I'll be like, "Oh, Nationals." Like, "Yeah, I went to school in DC." Yeah. Not that doesn't make you a Nationals yeah. fan. <laughs> no. It's good that they're back in baseball. I agree. But Yeah, but like here's the thing. Like they sucked yeah. when they're when they were original. Yeah. Like nobody missed them. Do Nationals fans <laughs> exist? exist? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's like if your team chokes in the playoffs every year. But your fans are robots. Does anybody really care? <laughs> <laughs> are you AI? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's around the that's league. That's around the league. All right. That's what's going on. Uh, big news in uh, in baseball. Albert Pujols, his 3,000th hit. Uh, we talked about it on Dirty Sports the other day. The uh, One of like four players with 3,000 3, hits and 600, 600 home, home runs. runs. He had... Uh, Who is it? Willie Mays, Babe Ruth, and Hank Aaron? Yeah. Damn. It's pretty good company, bro. So, and I think this is going to have to be, we're definitely going to allude to it a lot over the next however many episodes of this we do. But 
and some point we're just going to have to put a diamond out there and the same way we did a baseball movie thing we're going to have to put out an all-time lineup but mm-hmm. Albert Pujols I said the other day on Dirty Sports I said it on the flagship show I think he might be my starting first baseman yeah if you talk about I mean he had 11 or 12 straight years of pure dominance yeah. at the position 30 homers 90 RBIs would have been 30 and 100 I think one year he had 99 right yeah, just for a dozen years. Yeah. One year, uh, I was saying, did he have a batting title? You know, one year he hit 359 <laughs> and didn't win? And won. Uh, yeah. 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 So yeah, batting titles, MVPs, 12 straight seasons. How many he's got? Of, three MVPs? Yeah. 12 straight seasons of 30, however many seasons of 30 and 90, 30 and 100. Yeah. I mean, that's 30 and 100, dude. Yeah. Even if it's fucking 12 years. Here, let me look them up real quick. Um. Yeah, the only like, if you talk about first baseman, your all-time first baseman, the other guys you'd have to consider, I guess, would be Willie McCovey. Mm-hmm. Not as many home runs. Um, first baseman, like all-time, all-time first baseman. Most of the big-time hitters are outfielders, really. Yeah. And and like if you talk about first baseman, like how much do you really value? Like how much is defense coming into play? Like quite a bit, quite I a mean, bit, but yeah. not like. But I mean, Albert Pujols won two Gold Gloves. Yeah, and and he was let's vi- be honest, Gold Gloves are complete and utter horseshit at this point. Yeah, like the Gold Glove. I just don't even want to bring up Gold Gloves at this point, honestly, because I don't think it's even a defensive measure. But. You're not usually an awful – besides Derek Jeter, you don't usually win a gold glove if you're awful at your position. <laughs> right? Right. Right. You have to be in the conversation. The all, Derek Jeter is the only person the ever to actually be the worst ever at his position. <laughs> and win like a, gold a glove. historically bad player at his position to have multiple gold gloves. But, like, it's not like Pujols was a bad first baseman. No, he wasn't. He was a very good first baseman. You know? I think he's my all-time – First yeah. baseman. I mean, Rafael Palmero. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think he's I feel like we're missing somebody though. Oh, Big Mac. Right. Right. Better defensive player than Big Mac, for sure. Better all around hitter than Big Mac. So yeah, that he's out. I mean, if Will I Clark mean, if Will Clark had worked out right. at all, like had lifted one weight, maybe. But no, he's not yeah, I think it's Albert Best Pujols. first baseman of all time. Albert Pujols. Lou Gehrig, oh, yeah, Jimmy Lou Fox, Jim Tomei, Jeff Bagwell, Eddie Murray, Frank Thomas. Yeah, but he was mainly a DH. Toward really. the end, for sure. Yeah. I, I would... I would. Frank s- Thomas, Hank Greenberg, Mark McGuire, Harmon Killebrew, Miguel Cabrera played a lot of third. McCovey, Mize, Musial, Sisler, Ortiz, a lot of DH. And I think Musial played a lot of outfield, too. And now we're getting into, like, Mattingly, Palmero, Teixeira, Votto, Helton, Howard... Olerud, Hernandez, like, like, dude, it's... I think the only guy that you can really... The only guys that you can really put up against Albert Pujols is first baseman are Willie McCovey and Eddie Murray. Because Eddie Murray played every... Yeah. He played in the National League at the yeah. end of his career. Yeah. And he had 500... And switch hitter, 3,000 hits, 500 home runs. Yeah. Yeah, it's Pujols. It's Pujols. It's Pujols, all-time huh? greatest first baseman. That's good. Somebody yeah. uh, somebody has the book of Deuteronomy going. Bev's got the book of Deuteronomy going. Somebody's going to have to put down a uh, – start putting together a field and start laying it down because we've already got one unanimous dirty slides all-timer, 
All-time starting first baseman? Right. Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols. Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, like Mag- Miguel Cabrera is in the same level of hitter as, as Pujols, but yeah. he's played a lot of third. He played a lot of right field. I think, yeah, I don't think he's got enough time at first base to really qualify. Yeah. But his numbers are equally ridiculous. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Albert Pujols. He's our guy. By the way, I'm throwing it out there for whenever we do have this conversation. I'm, I will listen to JT Snow, though. I will listen to the <laughs> argument. Okay. Uh, I might. I just want to prep you for this in advance. Okay. I might need to make a strong argument that Ichiro starts in my all-time right field. I'm throwing it out there right now. I mean, to, to be discussed at a later date. Sure, sure. Just, I, just want you to know sure. that that's in the realm of possibilities. I, I mean, Ricky Henderson would have to, you know, be in the conversation as left fielder, even with Barry Bonds there. So. Yeah, it depends who you want, you yeah. know? You could have enough power all around <coughs> that you're like, eh, do we need Babe Ruth? Right. You know? Or do we want that? Also, ho- certainly, where am I putting Babe Ruth? Yeah. I'm, I'm not putting – there's not going to be a DH in my all-time lineup. Nah, just pitch him. Yeah, yeah. There you, know? you go. Pitch him, and then you have that hose in right field. But of I, want, I want you to be prepared for that. Okay, I'm prepared. Uh, so we, we talked about the Mariners no-hitter. Yeah. Uh, happened today. I've I've only seen brief highlights. Um, I'd like to see more highlights. But the Dodgers threw a combined, combined no-no in Mexico City. In Mexico City. Yeah. How do you feel about the combined no-hitter? Um, it's not a real no-hitter, but it is a no-hitter. But right? it is a no-hitter. Yeah. Some people are like it's not even a no-hitter. I'm like it is a no-hitter. It's but yeah. just like don't. But you can't attach it to a name. Yeah. Right. Like I don't know if. Like they said today that uh, Paxson threw that was the 298th no hitter in baseball history. I wonder if that Dodgers team. I, I assume that they're one of them, right? Right. I guess so. I th- I think if though, let's say you have a guy and he throws nine no hit innings. Yeah. And he's, you know, and you're going to the, uh, you're going to uh, extra innings, and you get the win. Like he should get a no hitter. Right. You know. Absolutely. Yeah. But, like, who are these people that are taking up four guys pitched in that combined no-hitter? Who, like, what is Dave Roberts? Just Westworld, man. Westworld. Straight up Westworld. Just taking out guys <laughs> yeah. during no-hitters? Yeah. We're still doing this? Yeah. Sorry, I know you've given up no-hits, but the numbers say that you've thrown 87 pitches. you got to go. Uh, speaking of pitching, the, there was a story that broke this week. And I've got I've got to pull it up because I fr- I want to know exactly who it was that said it. I I want to say it was Scherzer, but you tell me uh, if you remember. There's pitchers that are asking for pitching protection now. They want to be protected as pitchers. Yeah, it was Scherzer. So here's a quote. Washington Nationals teammates Bryce Harper and Max Scherzer had the same thought last winter. The game is getting faster. Baseballs are flying around. A little more protection couldn't hurt. Harper went with the C-flap on his helmet, even though he has never had a shot to the face or head. Mm -hmm. I just thought it would be a good idea, he said. Scherzer agrees. They haven't brought anything to me that has felt comfortable enough to wear. I'd be interested in a hat insert. Not that it would really prevent a concussion, just in case that if I do take a shot, that I don't die. Last major league player that was killed by a baseball was 1920 when the Indians shortstop Ray Chapman died after being hit on the head by a pitch. Isn't that during the dead ball era? Is that the way they call it? The yeah, dead ball exactly. era? 
Um, well, I have a few thoughts on this. Yeah. I guess my first instinct is, well, what well, else do you want, yeah, man? Yeah, yeah. What else do you want? Like, you know what you're throwing. You know where it's going. Like, you have every advantage, and now you want protection. My second thought is, well, these guys are the guys actually doing it. They're not armchair doing it. They're doing it. And, yeah, the the athletes have gotten bigger and stronger, but... um. I don't know. I just feel like the way uh, people are taught to hit now where it's like three true outcomes, home run, strikeout, or or walk, that there's not as much contact in the game yeah. as it used to be. But when and it's contact, it's, it's big contact. It's big contact, but usually that big contact is a home run. Launch angle. Have we? Yeah, launch angle. Have we seen a lot of guys getting drilled? I mean – uh, Bumgarner got drilled. That's because he stuck his hand out in front of the thing. Yeah, because he's a dumb dumb. Well, do you remember? It's probably like ten, fifteen years ago when the metal bat, when the players were getting stronger, and the metal bats started having, and they were like, "We have to deaden the metal bats." Like guys, yeah. high school and college guys were getting killed at like third base. Right. Yeah. 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 That's true. Well, metal bats are, you know, a sickness. Yeah. First of all, and they should be. Banned at every banned level. Banned at every level, I think. Um, I think they should. I think they should be banned from high school. Below, like high school varsity, you're using a wood bat. Yes. Yes. High school JV, you're getting sawed. Like that's where you're learning. High school varsity, you have a wood bat. Why not just learn with a wood bat? Why not just learn with a wood well, bat? The answer, the answer for it's not cheaper anymore to have metal bats. The metal bats are three hundred and thirty dollars, right? You know, but it would be cheaper for some people and not for some other people. The kid who breaks twenty five bats. I had a kid when I coached when I coached in New York. We played in a full wood bat league. Yeah, uh, I had a kid who broke bat like he broke bat every batting practice. He was retarded. Well, he has terrible approach yeah. and swing. Yeah. No, and everything. he did. And, and and I mean, I changed him from being a guy that broke thirty bats one to season to a guy that broke like ten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The guy that was that was no longer breaking bats in batting practice, <laughs> but th- but yeah, it was uh, expensive for him. Yeah, and it was expensive for everybody whose bat he borrowed. What about what about just um, what are they called? The combo bats, the composite bats. Yeah. Why not just go to composite bats? Right. I what? say wood when you're at the varsity. If you can't stop breaking bats and you're a varsity player, then you can't stop breaking bats. That's on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're not a varsity player, or you can't afford to be one. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> either one. But um, like, I, I don't know what kind of insert Scherzer is coming up with, though. Like, what kind of metal hat insert are we talking about here? Is is it going to be a like a like what's a Kevlar like a bulletproof like a Kevlar insert now, or something? Does Max Scherzer thinking he needs a helmet protection? Does that does that tell you anything about him as a man? Does that make you think that Andy Ruther has any more chance of making contact? Um, on the Andy pitches? Ruther question, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> now, now people are talking about bunts. Like, could Andy bunt a Max Scherzer pitch? I, I have not seen Andy Ruther, uh, his, his, his bunting technique, so I don't know. I actually think he'd have a better chance swinging than, than bunting. bunting. Like, I don't think if he's got the stones... And you know, God bless to Andy Ruther. Around. He's got the stones to square around in front of Max Scherzer. Yeah, 
That takes some balls and just put your arms out there. Yeah, yeah, and your fingers, you're like his knuckles. Yeah, everybody's like, I think. I mean, he's got a better chance. I don't. I don't think you guys do that. Understand? He shouldn't do that at all. But you watch the big leagues. Guys miss bunts all the time. Yeah, trip miss bunts. Yeah, big leaguers. Yeah, I know it's terrible because I've laid down two perfect bunts this year, (laughs) and I never practice bunting. Um. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I don't. I mean, that's a whole other conversation where where the game is going. Um, I I think the biggest problem with the game is not the time. Like they're they're too worried about the time um, element and less worried about. There's just less contact because of this launch angle revolution, yeah. and there's just not as many exciting plays. You've got all these great athletes out there ready to make spectacular plays. And they're just standing around because it's home run, strikeout, or walk. Um, so whatever. That's that's another aside. I but. love though that like the, you remember a couple years ago when Torres was wearing like the fucking he was wearing like the neck roll, like he was wearing the airplane pillow around his head. <laughs> yes, because he didn't want to get hit. Yeah, like he watched somebody get hit. Right. I think that that should be like the only one you can wear. Yeah. Because I want guys. I want you to. Have to it, to be clear, like I'm wearing a headgear. You know yes. what I mean? Like I want that. I want the hitter to have that mental edge. Like I don't want you to be able to hide it under your hat. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. want you to have the mental no, edge. Exactly. Oh, you're afraid of getting hit out there, right. Scherzer. Here's the big right. dumb hat. Right. Exactly. It's just like it's just like uh, um, if you were a Nazi, you know, you, it should be ingloriously bastards yeah, exactly. like on your head yeah. forever. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get to take the uniform off. All right. Well, we're going to our newest segment, Slide into the DMs. Uh, We had uh, a listener, Brady Schmidt, uh, took us up on Slide into the DMs. He dirty slid into the DMs with this question. Hey, guys. First off, love this extension of DSPN. So I played baseball growing up and in high school, and I follow the game and understand the game well. I'm in college now and got asked to coach a Little League baseball team. Fourth grade, so their first year pitching. I agreed because it's easy money to something I enjoy. My roommates and I got in this discussion. Is it bad to have the kids doing things like steal every time they they can, most probably can make it, and other cheap things to win, most games at a low level, or should we risk losing games but teach them true fundamentals and teach them smart baseball? I'd love to hear what you guys have to say either DM or if it makes dirty slides. Any other advice would be appreciated. So he wants to know about cheap, you know, stealing bases and also just any other advice in general about him coaching a Little League little team. team. I, I think you can't go wrong teaching the fundamentals of the game over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, um, where it goes into, like, should we steal every time to win a game or, you know, I mean, you want to teach. You want to teach the let me fundamentals. Ask you, let me of ask stealing. you one question before you continue. Yes. So this is the first year of little league. This is they're not machine pitching. They're right. not t-ball. Do you remember your first year in regular pitch little league? Yes. Do you remember your team's record? Uh, my first team was the Compadres, Compadres Mexican Grill, <laughs> and I think. We either won the championship or lost it. We were really good. 
but I don't remember what their record was. So the answer to me is nobody is going to remember a single thing that happens exactly. in this league. Exactly. The thing that they will remember is as they get older, how they did when they're playing middle school ball, how they did when they're playing high school ball, how they're how they did playing college ball. And to me, the answer is if you teach these kids just steal whenever you can, that will help you win now that no one's ever going to remember. And if you teach them, here's when you want to steal. Here's a smart time to steal. Here's a dumb time to steal. That's something that if you teach them in fourth grade, They'll take then that they with know them. in sixth grade yeah. and other kids maybe don't know. Right. Now it's going to be helpful for you. So my advice is try to teach them the game the right way because, honestly, no one gives a shit no one who gives wins. A shit. Unless and the, the parents give a shit. Right. And what I was going to say is... That's the other thing. A follow-up yeah. to, you know, to, to the second part of your question, anything else I should need to know, every parent is a fucking idiot. <laughs> so and when true. they start complaining about winning and playing time yeah. and whatever, just tell them, not a single person here, you, me, or them, is going to remember what the fuck happened because this is fourth grade baseball. So shut up, sit down, go to the snack bar, get a hot dog, and if you want to coach the team, Coach the team next year. Until then, let me do my job. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I remember I coached a middle school team, and we stole um, when we needed to. Yeah. You know, if it was at the end of the game and we had a, you know, a jackass back there, we'd go. Yeah. You know, but just to steal, to run up the score in a Little League game is uh, horrible. Should never do yeah. that. Or just to like, oh, even just you need to run here, you need to run there. It's like, you know, in the in late innings, you need to run. Yeah, go for it. Sure. Up eight nothing, you don't need to run. Yeah. Absolutely. Up six nothing, up four nothing, you don't need to run. Yeah. And also, there's a lot that happens in Little League. Like, I'm all for we're we're a baseball podcast. I'm all for more baseball players. And I Indeed. think baseball is slowly dying in this country. And we're losing out to things like soccer, which makes me want to puke. <laughs> and sometimes it's baseball is a game that like people get better at as they get older. Sometimes like there are people that don't understand it, don't know the thing that get put in a position to fail. The kid who's catching, he's probably the only kid who that fucking helmet fits. Now yeah, you're going right. to steal on him every time. Or he's the only kid who's got the balls to go back yeah. there. Yeah. Or is it, and now you're going to steal on him every time. Yeah. And then he's getting Be yelled at. Right. His dad hates it. Throw a guy out. Yeah. And now this kid quits baseball. Right. And he takes up the fucking clarinet. And I, and I don't got a catcher anymore. Yeah. I mean, Little League Baseball does of, I feel like of all the like, you know, like junior sports, Little League Baseball does uh, sour on players more than like any other sport, you know. Um, I remember my brother just having a bad coach in eighth grade just soured him on baseball, and yeah. the coach was like, he was maybe thirteen, and the coach was like sixteen, you know, just not emotionally ready to handle it. Yeah, um, yeah, I would say don't try to win, man. Don't yeah. try to win in little league, you know. Just, just teach them to. Yeah, teach them the fundamentals. The, the teach them to have fun. Yes, I think. Uh, I think something that's really important when I coach youth baseball is make your best player play fundamental. Yeah. Like make your bet. Like ride the shit out of your best player. 
Make him you catch it with two hands. Right. Make him make the right throw. Yeah. Make sure he's not stealing unless you have the sign. Yeah. Teach these kids signs. But also, but also with your best player, let him know, like, you know, individually that he's the best player and this is why I'm yeah. coaching you this way. Because if you do it, they'll all do it. Right. You know? Also, yeah, if you and do it. And a lot of kids respond to that. They're like, oh, I've got he's an extra two responsibility. Hands. Yeah. You know, um, that's a big deal for sure. The way you treat your best player, the way, the way you treat your best player, but also, I I always something important to me with your best player is I always go, you're the best player here, yeah, now, right. You're not the best player. This is a fluid situation. You're not the best player around, dude. Yeah. You know? Right. You're going to be on All-Stars. Yeah. You're not going to be the best player there. You're going to be travel ball this summer if you if you really care. You're not going to be the best player there. Right. So let me tell you what. Do it the right way now, and these kids will learn to do it the right way, but also you'll be better. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you better for another team. Yeah. You're, I'm also going to make you better to help these guys. Right. So – Work with me. It's a it's a win win situation. And if he doesn't, send him to fucking Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's a bum. <laughs> no, and also teach him teach him uh, to ride the bench and be cool on the bench. Yeah, have fun on the bench. You know, engage everybody. You know. And do you have any uh, do you have any good uh, you have any good tips for a guy coaching little league as far as uh, drills? Because I have I have a great drill that I I'm gonna share. Um, as far as drills go, uh, one of the, one of the drills I like for, uh, for little league is, um, the, uh, you get three lines of players and the cutoff drill. Yeah. Learning, learning how to receive and throw the ball. Two hands. Two hands. Turn your, turn turn your, your, uh, glove side. Right. Glove side, shoulder. Make a throw. Boom. You know? Maybe, maybe you start getting to the point where you're turning as the ball's coming. Right. It's advanced. Yeah. Hands drop up. Hands yeah. up. Drop the foot. Hey, I always say hands up. Call yeah. for the ball. Right. Hit me, hit me. Yeah. Glove side turn. Yeah. Make a good throw. Exactly. It's yeah. just like doing your work early, just like shooting a jump shot, you know? For uh, guys coaching Little League, fourth grade, you know, fourth graders, and uh, for any of you sliders out there who have young kids, my favorite drill for a young kid is that it's really hard you know, kids can play catch and kids can feel ground balls. But what I've noticed is young kids really have a hard time catching fly balls. pop-ups and fly balls. Yeah. And the reason is because it's very hard to trust that that ball's not going to hit you in the head. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also very hard to practice fly balls with kids because you can't exactly hit fungos. Yeah. Right? And it's not the same as throwing it in the air. Right. So, especially for the young kids, this is my favorite drill. I get a bag of wiffle balls yeah and i get a tennis racket yes and i just fucking tennis racket some wiffle balls in the air you got to get under it get a catch with two hands great thing about wiffle ball it moves on the way down right so you got to follow it all the way down and you got to catch with two hands use a glove yeah because a wiffle ball will pop out of your glove if you yes. don't use two hands and then i'll literally put them out there like 30 kids out in the field and just lord of the flies i'll just be like i'm gonna whack it somebody call it yeah and everybody else back up yeah, that's a good thing because it teaches the kids to to learn to 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 take control of that fly ball. Mine, mine, mine. I got it. I yeah. got it. And want it. 
Yeah. You know? And without fail, like some kid will be like, I got it, I got it. And then he's nowhere near it. Right. And I'm like, you got to learn, dude. You can't call it till you know you can catch it. Right. That's who calls it. Yeah. And it's a great drill. So if you, have, especially if you have young, young kids, fourth grade's even like the upper end of that drill. Right. But it's still like, there are a lot of fourth graders who can't catch a pop up. Oh, for sure. But if you have a young, young kid and you're like, oh, I want to take a wiffle ball, tennis and racket. a tennis racket, and yeah. a glove. And just go to town. Wiffle ball pop ups. One, one more thing I'll say about fly balls. A lot of the, a lot of the times, um, kids will feel like the ball is moving on them when it's in the air. Easy way to correct that, coaches, is just make sure they're running on their toes and they're not uh, running on their heels. And yep. that's what makes that ball fly around on you. You know. So there you now go. you know. Yeah. Tips from the pros. Yeah. <laughs> so that was for you, Brady. If you guys have a question that you want answered on the slides, Dirty Slide into our DMs. At, slide in there, man. At Dirty Slides on Twitter. And, uh, Laz, we're at an hour. We got a, uh, we got we got a, a Warriors-Pelicans game coming back from the half here. So we we'll got get a to dude, that. not a dude. But let's wrap it up with dude or not a dude. I'm going to pull back up on Twitter. We got a great suggestion. Let me, let me see who I I want. I want to give a proper shout-out. Um, it was from Connor Ross at Ross underscore Connor. Not a boy, Connor. I'm gonna follow you back, Connor, because uh, you came up with a good theme for the week. Theme of the week: two sport athletes. He his tweet says theme: two sport athletes. Bo Jackson, obviously a dude. Tim Tebow, probably not. MJ, not during the baseball years. Is it possible to be a dude in an era and not a dude in another? Uh, in one area. Uh, probably question mark hashtag dude or not a dude. So what Laz and I did is we actually threw together our list and we'll go through it one at a time. So here we go. This is dude or not a dude. Uh, I keep getting questions about it. And so I'm going to say it one more time. It's, it's, it's a field game, man. It's a field game. <laughs> it's that the French call it that je ne sais quoi. You know, I'm, I don't you know what you can't yeah. put a you can't really put your finger on it. It's yeah. just you it's, know. It's like what does your gut say? You just kind of look at him. You're like, yeah. look at this dude. Yeah, look at this oh, dude. Fucking not. Not <laughs> this guy is clearly not a dude. dude. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, we're always looking for themes, and if you hashtag dude or not a dude on Twitter, uh, Beverly, who's putting together. The Book of Deuteronomy. We'll be able to so find cool. it. That is so cool. The and Book of Deuteronomy. So here we go. Here's the list I got. We'll start from the top. Okay. Bo Jackson, dude or not a dude. I mean, dude, like the dude of all dudes. Probably on the uh, Mount Olympus of dude. Right. On a, on a Mount Rushmore of dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Mount, like there, right? He's there. Because you're going, like, when you think about dudes, like, when you think about a Mount Rushmore, uh, the Mount Rushmore of dudes is beyond sports. Yeah. Right? Right. But we're going to need an athlete. Yeah, and it's probably Bo. Because yeah. what, are we going to pick a baseball player or pick a football player or yeah. pick a hockey player? How right. do you pick? Yeah. You pick the guy who's fucking like. The dude. He's a football player. The best football player. He's a baseball player. Yeah. best. Play- he's probably the best be- baseball. He would have been the best baseball player if he if he was wanted to be. Yeah. And if he's healthy. And if he's healthy. And. He's a fucking he's he like shoots crossbows now. Yeah. And like doesn't use like the crazy like whatever that so people can pull back a crossbow. Like, like they, a compound bow or yeah. whatever. Like yeah. he just He makes his own arrows, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what else do you need to know? He has a shack that is strictly for him making arrows. Yeah. That's a man. He's Bo 
Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, he's a dude. He's a dude. Yeah. Deion Sanders. I mean, he's a dude. Dude? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a dude from, like, he's the opposite end of the spectrum from, like, what he brings from athleticism from Bo. He's just bringing, like, Bo is bringing all power and speed. Yes. Deion's bringing just straight speed all the time. Straight swag all the time. All swaggy. Yeah. He's he had a jerry curl and he had an album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. He's such a dude that Barry Bonds, when he came to the Giants, Barry Bonds was jealous of him because everybody loved Dion and that swag, and nobody liked Barry. Yeah, he's such a dude. Such a dude. Yeah, and for six months, well, maybe not six months. I'll say six weeks in 1992. I think Dion Sanders was the best player in baseball when he when he was with the Braves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he was he was hitting like 340. He was stealing everything. Every base. He was hitting bombs, making he, all the plays. He also took a helicopter from a football game to the World Series. Is there anything more dude than that? <laughs> yeah. No. No. The only thing more dude than that is celebrating 40 yards from the end zone. Yeah. Except he did that. Yeah, a lot. A lot. <laughs> a lot. And when when Deion Sanders was just a corner, Forget the punting return, right. the, the punt returns. Forget the special teams. Forget all that. If you threw – here's how I know he's a dude. If you threw it to his side and you were a quarterback, you came back to the sideline, and the first thing your coach said to you is, what dude, f- dude, what are you doing? Dude, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. That's a dude over there. Yeah. Don't throw it at that dude. Yeah, and look at all the guys he's inspired in the NFL. Like, they all bow to the deity of Deion Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. Prime time. Prime time. Tim Tebow. Nah. Vir- can you be a virgin dude? No, you can't. I don't no, think you, you can can't. be a virgin dude. Yeah. It's the same thing I say about Captain America. I- I'm not sure he's a dude. He's a virgin. The- you could be a dude in training. Mm-hmm. If you're- You could be a 13-year-old or a 14-year-old. Like you could be DIT. Like, you could be like, look at this. This kid might be a dude one day. Right. But until you put P and V, yeah. you do not get the stamp of <laughs> nah. approval. You can't be a 30, 35 year old dude in training either. Yeah. Or thirty or you twenty-five can't year old. Be, no. In the book of Deuteronomy, <laughs> no. write this rule down. Yeah. You can't be a Thou virgin dude. You can't be a virgin. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be Sorry. a dude if you ain't hit that shit. shit. Yeah. No. No. Tim no. Tebow. Uh, the only thing worse than being a virgin is if you're not a virgin and you're claiming to be a virgin. So whether he's that a virgin. Is, and that is also not a dude move. Whether he's a virgin or he's not, he's yeah. claiming it. Yes. He is not a dude. Not a dude. Not until he put drops that, that, that claim. Put that in the book of Deuteronomy. Yeah. Put it, like, chat, you, that should be the preface yeah. to the book of Deuteronomy. You could be a dude. You could be like on your way to dudedom. Yeah. But until you get that P and that V, nah, nah, fool. Brian Jordan. Dude. Brian Jordan uh, was a... The safety for the Atlanta Falcons. Safety for the Falcons. And an outfielder for the... Braves, Cardinals. Braves, Cardinals. Did he play with the Mets? No. I don't yeah, think he was... Like, dude, the Mets get... Ray Lankford. Yeah. I'm thinking of Ray The Lankford, Mets get so many guys like on their fucking way out of town. Right. That he probably did play for the Mets, yeah. but I actually don't remember. He was an all-pro with the Falcons. I don't yeah. know if he was ever a uh, an all-star... Um, he was a pretty good fucking he was a baseball very good player. player. He was a very good player. I mean, he was like a middle-of-the-order stud hitter. I'm going Brian Jordan, dude. Oh, no question. Michael Jordan. <laughs> okay. 
Now, I was thinking about this. Now, his baseball was god-awful. Yeah. It was terrible. You, If you watch Michael Jordan play baseball, you wouldn't be like, that's a dude. Yeah. But but it's not. Yeah. The results are not dude-ish. Yeah. No. Um, plus, he was trying to hit, like, Walt Riniak. I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Anyway. But <laughs> yeah, if remember you, that? Yeah, like, like remember why are you trying to, like, get this 6'6 guy to hit singles? Like, stop it. Yeah. They just wanted him to get any hits he could possibly get. Yeah, but, like, you think, don't want to see Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan with the tongue out. Fucking tomahawk dunk. You don't want to see him get a fucking, you know, nine hopper through the infield for a hit. Like, that's not what we want. Right. Get the fuck out of here. But if you consider, I would say no if you're making baseball his second sport. But if you're making gambling his second sport. Or golf. Or golf. Well, I don't know how good at golf he is. I don't either. <laughs> but. You know, he couldn't have been any worse than he is baseball. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know? I think as a gambler. Yeah, like, it, it, like let's call football a second sport. He couldn't have been worse at baseball, <laughs> yeah, right? Right. Right. He's, I mean, he's a dude just because of, of his basketball. He's Michael Jordan. He's Michael Jordan. But, like, if you, if you put him a two-sport athlete, I, I think you got to put him as a gambler second. Because that's where he really shined. Uh, Chris Winky. <laughs> Florida State quarterback, right? And uh, baseball. He was for, he was a baseball player first. And then he came washed to, out. Then went to Florida State as like a twenty twenty seven year old, right? Yeah. And then won was the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, that's it's not a dude move, man. I mean, I get it. I probably would have done it. Yeah, you know, but I wouldn't have claimed dudedom for it. Also, your last name's Winky. Yeah, that's you tough. Know? I don't know if you're a virgin, but it certainly sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. Uh, speaking of possible virgin baseball players turned quarterbacks, Russell, <laughs> Berenstein Bear Wilson. Berenstein Bear Wilson. <laughs> he does. Um, I, res- I respect Russell Wilson, the football player. I really do. But there's some shit that he does that is not. Dude-centric. Um, the Jesus stuff, for one. I mean, come on. I'm not saying you can't be a religious dude. No, but, but just don't throw it in our face every yeah, single yeah, interview. All every the time. time. You know, like Steph Curry, total dude, total Jesus guy. Doesn't yeah. throw it in your face at yeah. all. Um, the fact that he's that he's uh, raising future's kid with Sierra, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't. I don't like it at all. I think that's messy. Like raising, uh, like if if she had a twelve year old, yeah, fine. That's pretty dudeish. Like yeah. you go in, you're like, I don't give a fuck. It's somebody yeah. else's kid, but you know, I'm I'm Listen, I'm a man, and I'm gonna look. Like, I I was in a relationship with a girl who had a, a like a one year old, and she was really hot, and I was into. I I kind of talked myself into it for a second, but. At the end of the day, yeah, (laughs) I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm like, this isn't, this isn't where I'm supposed to be. This is not good. This is someone else. Like I've lost my dudish. Yeah. Yeah. I got to get out of here. I got to go back to duding. Yeah. This is not where I Uh, live. Russell to me, again, I respect him as a quarterback too. I've had my issues with Russell as a quarterback as well. Mostly Mm -hmm. just like, 
you know, the the nonchalantness of the throwing the offensive line under the bus, like the yeah. the like this this like quiet like oh, if, if only I got protection, you know what I mean? And then, like honestly, the Russell Wilson contract undid the Seahawks completely. And it, like, if he was such a dude, he wouldn't have that whole defense motherfucking him in public. Exactly. You know? There's a couple dudes on that defense. Richard Sherman's a dude. Yeah. Earl Earl Thomas, he's a dude. All of them. Cam Chancellor? Yeah. Dude. And they're basically like, fuck this guy. Yeah. Kind of openly. Yeah. Really openly. Yeah. And they kept Russell and they got rid I'm of I'm going Russell else. Wilson, not a dude. I'm saying not a dude. Put and, it in the book of Deuteronomy. And the final two-sport athlete. For dude or not a dude, the now GM of the Boston Celtics, former NBA player, former big leaguer before that, Blue Jay turned shooting guard, turned GM, Danny Ainge. I got to I mean, my instinct says dude. He was a shitty baseball player, but he yeah. was in the show. Yeah, yeah. Like he was in the show. Two guys who fucking didn't uh, did do didn't shit. Smell the show, right? He had three hundred and thirty-one abs one year, um, and uh, his best year, I think he hit two thirty-seven with two home runs and fourteen ribbies, and three three hundred and thirty-one at bats. But he was a great basketball player. He's a championship-winning GM. Um, he's a championship winning player he's a championship winning player kind of a bitch player yeah like kind of filled that role a little bit I mean when I say bitch player he he was uh, he was an irritant yeah you know but I mean same way and he was also like the you know the seventh guy on like a Celtics on a team great and team. like the fifth guy on a yeah. on a Suns team but he was team. on some pretty good teams um, yeah. like the Suns he was on the Suns yeah. he was a rotation guy on the Suns um Dude, with, I'm going. That, well, I'm going, dude, because I don't have a lot of like evidence of not dudeness. Right. I'm know? going. Hold on, I'm going to do this right now. Danny Ainge height. How tall is Danny Ainge? You think? I think he's six four. Six five. Okay. Okay. But you look at him, and you're like six five. He had. First of all, he went to BYU. He basically has no business in Major League Baseball. He's As a six-five <laughs> white guy in the eighties, yeah, he has no business in the NBA. <laughs> Zero, and he made it happen. Really, the only thing he was qualified for is like being a GM type. <laughs> I think he's a full-on dude. I think he's a full-on dude. Big leaguer, NBA, NBA champion, three-time NBA champion. He right? fucking did Two the. Time? He did the KG Ray Allen deal. Yep. He brought in Brad Stevens. He did. He, he swindled. He the, hired. He hired Doc Rivers. He hired Doc Rivers. <laughs> yeah. He swindled the fucking. Uh, he swindled the Tatum late, from yeah. the Sixers. Right. He was like, yeah, you got uh, take take faults. Yeah, take faults. He's got mental problems. Go for it. I like it. Yeah, I, I like Danny it. Ainge. Yeah. Danny Ainge is a dude. Is a dude. Yep. Tim Tebow out. Danny Ainge in. Yeah. Fuck some chicks. Start there. Yeah. And then come talk to Are us. Are you a dude? Let, yeah. Well, let me ask you something. Have you fucked a single girl? <laughs> or a guy? Yeah, I don't even care. Have you had V have you had P in your V? Yeah. Like, do you think he's just like one of those dudes who 
We got, like, you he know, either he either next week we're even do- if he fucks girls in the ass, <laughs> yeah, right, and doesn't put it in their V, but claims being a virgin, yeah, that's not a dude move. Not dude move. What the dude move would be? Yeah, I fuck ass only. Yeah, he's yeah. like, look, I'm sort of in this little Christian, uh, Christian. loophole situation. <laughs> yeah, so I'm only going butt stuff. <laughs> you're like, well, that's pretty well, fucking. That's fucking. You're like, dude. I don't know, seems like you're confused about the whole religion thing. because yeah. this is definitely not the approach. <laughs> but pretty dude move. <laughs> pretty dude move to try to swindle your way around the Bible. Yeah, pretty good. Okay. Um, I think this this just made me think of something. I think we might have to do do that. The, the next week might have to be a themes of theme of dudettes. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we get we'll just get like a round table of chicks going. Yeah. Like so, throw us your dude or not a dude. Throw us your ladies for next week. Yeah. Throw out the ladies. Baseball related ladies, sports related ladies, life ladies. Yeah. You know, uh, ball ball players' wives. I'll tell you one thing for sure. Kate Upton's a fucking dude. <laughs> <laughs> she got Verlander and them titties. Yeah. I'm all in on that. Uh, last, who's, who's the who's the chick who dates who dated all the baseball players? Uh, uh, who's on Who's the Boss? Yeah, yeah, Alyssa Milano. Yeah, kind of a dude, I think. She went, yeah, she went for she went all around the horn, huh? All over the place. I'd love to see her lineup. Yeah, seriously. She was like the. She Do you think like, Alyssa Milano has a starting lineup? Like, she's got nine, a starting yeah, nine. Yeah, yeah for she did sure. double dip on a couple positions. She, I think she has like a rotation. Yeah, I think she has a lineup and full staff. <laughs> full staff. <laughs> She's got a relief. And was it Tony Danza a ball player? Yeah, I played against Tony Danza in the softball leagues Did up you? at Balboa Park. Yeah. How, how's Danza? Uh, not great, but he, he pitched. wasn't head first sliding into home like that. No, not like the beginning. Yeah, he was no. the boss. He was about fifty years old when I was playing against him, and he was a pitcher. And uh, it was uh, that modified softball where it's it's fast pitch. So they, um, you know, some guys had like. Risers and curveballs and yeah. change-ups. I and love stuff. modified. That's the way I like to play softball. By That's the way. Aw- it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was a whole league. I played for 20th Century Fox. I had an All Star game and everything. Made the All Star team twice. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, I own Tony Danza. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ownage. Um, but no, he was cool, man. He was great. He was great. I uh, we'll have to do we'll have to do softball stories. I have some great I have some great celeb softball stories. We'll oh, save that awesome. we'll save that for another yeah. episode too. Laz, uh, tell everybody where they can find you. What you got uh, coming up? Yeah, I find me on Twitter at Andy Lazarus, Instagram at Andy Lazarus. Um, I will be in New York at Davy's wedding, but I will be back for the eleven eleven show May nineteenth. And um, who yeah. we got on the eleven uh, eleven show? We, we got, got Jay Larson. Jay Larson, I love Jay Larson. Fantastic, right? So funny. Uh, Jessica Michelle Singleton, great, awesome, S- fantastic. Um, we've got Chris Cope, who recently just visited the gays and almost got thrown out of the game. Yep. Um, Nick Lafond, uh, Lafond, and KZ. Who I call who I call Neil Younger because looks <laughs> like a young Neil Young. He does. He does. Neil Young's like one of those guys who, like, you're like, you came out of the womb at 50, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you were never a child. <laughs> um, and, Neil Young, dude. Yeah. Neil Young, <laughs> total dude. I think. Um, Kirk Zipfell. We'll give him another shot. We nice. have a working microphone. It's a super white show, but it's a super funny show. Yeah, it'll be great. Uh, we'll have to have Jay Larson on. He played a little, he played a little college ball. I found that yes. out last time. Yeah, he played at, like, St. Augustine of the... Little crippled shepherd. And him like, and uh, him. I'm I'm going to hit with Jay on Thursday. 
Oh, that's not fair. I'm going to have to get in touch with fucking... Uh, yeah, you should get in touch with Sickler. Well, yeah. first of all, Jay, I'm going to read him the riot act, for one, because he's using a metal bat, right? So he's, he was a baseball player. Yeah. I played softball with Jay, too, and he's good, man. He's, he's, he's a talented guy. Um, but he's a baseball player who's challenging a soccer player to a home run contest using metal bats. That is not a dude move. Not dude move. Not they, a where dude. are they hitting? Where is this going to take um, place? I don't know. Um, I told them Gay's Coliseum could be a possibility. We just got to kind of wait for uh, oh, well, that I to think, I think you got to go wood bat. And I th- 100%. But I'm okay with wood bat, small ballpark. Yeah, no, wood bat. No, I would say wood bat for Jay, metal bat for Sickler, small ballpark. Yeah. Like yeah. it's. I mean, 315 down the line, that's like a regular, you know, that's regular-ish. Right down the right field line. Yeah, left field line's two forty, but with that Where's green that? monster at at, at, at Gay's Coliseum. At Gay's Coliseum, yeah. you have a two hundred forty foot left field fence. I think it's we're from two forty two sixty. <laughs> I put I put a thirty foot wall on it though. That's amazing. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. We'll have to get Jay on. Yeah. Uh, so follow Laz. Follow him. Uh, yeah, Twitter, check out the Gays this weekend. Instagram. Yeah, I'll check in with the Gays uh, IG this weekend, but uh, see what those guys are up to. I'm on Twitter at Fix Your Life. Yeah. I am on Instagram at Joe Prano. I don't push my Instagram on Dirty Sports much, but I've decided that I want the sliders to follow me on Instagram. Yes. Instagram's where the money is these days. Also, follow me on Instagram because the stand up and stadium tour starts today in the Oakland Coliseum. That's going to so be fun, lots man. of ballpark fun in the next couple of weeks, next couple of months. Uh, if you're in the Bay Area, come to my shows this weekend. The setup, which is a fantastic basement comedy club in a beer, uh, a craft beer bar in in the Tenderloin, and then uh, headlining Laugh City in Oakland on Saturday. I'll be in Tahoe in the middle of June again for you NorCal folks. I'll be in New York, New Jersey, tri-state area at the end of June. All these dates, JoePano.com. Uh, and then, of course, we got Dirty Sports uh, goes to Chicago in September. So Fun, man. That'll so be great. So go to JoePrano.com, and please keep checking in. Dates, times, locations, all that shit subject to change. Uh, support the Stand Up and Stadiums Tour. Follow me. Follow us at Dirty Slides. Yeah, and DM me, Sliders, um, if you want to talk about merch. Let me know what kind of merch you guys want, um, and I'll try to make it happen. Uh Hats and T-shirts are easy, but if there's something else, I gotta yeah. get a new hat. I gotta okay. get a new. I gotta get a new uh, gaze hat. I think I ended up giving my hat to. Might have given my hat away that one day when we needed, where you needed to fill in. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, oh but, no. Or, or maybe that was your. Maybe you gave him a hat. I'll, yeah. I'll have to check my closet, but yeah. uh, I definitely need it. Uh, I definitely need another gaze hat. Yeah. So hit up Andy for merch. Keep your eye out for dude shirts coming. Oh, I can't uh, wait. If you're a virgin, it costs extra. <laughs> <laughs> And don't forget, fuck Chase Utley. Fuck him.